let's go. Okay, Parshas Nasai. In the same way that we've spoken with the weeks before Shavuos, how Bamidbar is always the Parsha right before Shavuos. So let's, let's try to explore that we can perhaps always say that if that's the case, then the Shabbos after Shavuos is also always Parshas Nasai. Um, it would follow, except this year, of course, in Eretz Yisrael, that Nasai was before Shavuos, but um, we had uh, one, one, perhaps one over the people in Eretz Yisrael where we had it in the way it was supposed to be, Parshas Bamidbor, before Shavuos, and now Parshas Nasai is right after Shavuos. Well, what's the connection and, and how does, uh, we're coming off a very big high, Shavuos, this year with three-day Yamtiv, Bamidbor, right before Shavuos, and then the two days of Shavuos, and now shortly after, we just waking up, we're still all tired from Shavuos, and now we have Parshas Nosai. The simple connection of course is that in the davening on Yom Tev, we use the Lashen V'hasi'enu Hashem Elokeinu Birchas Mo'yadecha it's in the Shmonesrei of all the, all the Tfilas V'hasi'enu Hashem Elokecha should should carry us it's the same word as Nasai we should carry with us the blessing of the holiday. Each holiday has its unique blessing. And this was something that the, the Svasema says that Moshe Rabbeinu, among the, among the whole Torah that he taught us, but the Gemara says in the end of Megillah, Moshe Tikin Lahem Li Yisrael, Shiushoyalim Vidarshim Hilchas Chag Bichag, Hilchas Atzeres Batzeres. Pesach Pesach, that not only do they have to learn the the how the halachas of the Yamim Toivim before the holiday, in order to know how to build the sukkah. Right? We're learning the whole Masech the sukkah already for a number of years, learning how to build the sukkah, how to celebrate um, and do the the proper davening and the korbanas of the Yamtiv, and you have for, certainly before Pesach. You have to know the halachas. What does it help to learn? What we Moshe was besakin to learn the halachas of sukkahs on sukkahs. It's already too late. You're already at sukkahs. We you want to know everything you didn't do. You didn't do right. I mean, that would be depressing. So the Svasema says that there's one thing to know the halachas before the yomtiv to know what to do. But then to know the secrets and the and the panemius of the Yom Tovim, and which gives you what does it mean to sit in a sukkah? What are you supposed to feel? And give ourselves the sensitivities and the knowledge of being able to to enjoy eating matzah, not just that Hashem, we have matzah and the house is clean from chametz, and we built a beautiful sukkah and we have dal and minim. Everything is wonderful, but now you're doing the mitzvah. 
you want to connect with the mitzvah. It shouldn't be just an empty act uh, and just something that, that you go through the motions. And of course, uh, Shavuos, which is a very difficult yomtiv. We don't have any sukkah. We don't have any lulav. We don't have any matzah. What is it that we're, we're feeling? What is it that we're supposed to connect with? That's what Moshe was misakin. He made a takana that we should be able to, through the halachas, that we're learning lishma on the yomtiv, you'll be able to not just derive the words and the halachas that come out because you've done them already. But now you're learning it in order to connect with the Yom Tif, in order to connect with the depth of the, of the Torah of the Yom Tif, which means you want to connect with the Ratzon Hashem. What does Hashem want from us in each of the Yom Tifim? So of course, Shavuos especially, there's a Vahasiyenu, there's being uplifted by the special brocha of each Yom Tif, um, that we want to take it with us. And we know when we make Havdalah after Yom Tiv, we don't use Besamim. So there's a discussion, of course, in the Rishonim, why don't we use Besamim as we do on Maitzai Shabbos? And, and the, the, the Rishonim, Taisus and Psachim and other places, the Rishonim say, some say because we don't have a Neshama Yaseira on, on Yom Tiv as we do on Shabbos, and therefore there's no need to smell the Besamim to give ourselves a, 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 a appeasement for losing the neshama, you see, you don't have one. And others say, exact the opposite. That of course we have a neshama, you say, on Yom Tif, but we don't lose it. You take it with you. So therefore there's nothing to appease. You take the, what you have accomplished over the Yom Tif, and hopefully we didn't just just, I'm saying just in quotation marks, just the mitzvahs of the, of the Yom Tif, but we take away a little bit of the pnimius and we take that along with us. And, and, and especially on Shavuos, Shavuos is the, the, the epitome of this idea of we want to be uplifted because, of course, Shavuos, we know, represents Maimet Har Sinai, Kabbalah Torah, Zman Matan Torah that the Torah has certainly permeated every, every limb and every part of our cells, our, our personality. And this is what we're leaving the, the Yom Tiv with. So the, if you, you want to say what and why the Parsha of Nasai is most appropriate after Shavuos, it's because we leave with a Nesia slave, Asienu, it's Nasai, lift up, right? Uh, literal translation here is, is take a census. But we say there are many words. The word Nasai means to lift up. Vayisa and Kisisa, as Reish B'nai Yisrael. And we know we end off every davening with the words V'yaseim l'cha shalom. Sim shalom. Also, sim shalom doesn't say tain shalom, or, which is a question they ask. Sim shalom. Sim shalom comes from the word nasai. It's the word to lift up. We want to be uplifted by the peace and the idea of, of a spiritual peace that, that we, we're hoping for. And I think I think the the what we say a bracha every day of the of the year um, after the birchas hashachar we say yiratzon shetargilenu b'sayrasecha yiratzon l'fanecha 
that we ask from Hashem that the Torah should be a regilus, the Torah should become part of our nature, second nature, which means it has permeated which the, our, our personality and not just in our actions, we want to know what to do, but we are, it should become as a natural um, reaction to our being, who we are, we are people that are guided, guided by Torah. Now, of course, of course, Parshas Nasai, we have, it's the longest Parsha in the Torah, right? 176 Psukim, which we know is, uh, is the same as the longest Mesechta in Shaz, Baba Basra is also uh, 176 Dafim, and we know that the longest capital in Tilim, Kufyutes, is also eight times. 22, which is also 176 uh, psukim. This is this is of course the, what Nasa is all about. And the parsha ends. Why is this parsha so long? Because at the end it has the Chanukas Hanasiim. Again, the lashon of Nasa, the Nasiim, the heads of tribe. They were the heads of tribe because they were, they were meant to lift up the spirit of each of the Shvatim. And they're supposed to represent the uniqueness of each of the 12 Shvatim. And they're the Nisiyim. They represent to uplift and to lift up the, 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 those who, the, who follow in their... In their um, in their ways. And we know that um, the Parsha of the Parsha of, of the Nesim, the Chanukah Nesim that was that was done uh, at the time of the Chanukah HaMishkan is prefaced by Birchas Koyanim. Right? It's the Psukim in 762, the Psukim right before and which leads us into the Chanukah Sanasiyim, and the Parsha is very lengthy, because you take the, the carbon of the, of the Nasiyim, which were 12 identical carbonas and variations of the carbonas, and they're mentioned 12 times, as if they were never mentioned before. And we're all familiar with the Ramban, what the Ramban says, because each of them had a different machshava. Each one came to that conclusion of the recipe for their carbon from a different place. Each one had their own mindset and their own chiddush that represented who they were. And, and the Ramban says that this is uh, to teach us that, that a Kajbo doesn't only look at the external actions, but at the internal intent and the sincerity of of how a person brings, that is the Nesiya slave. That is the Nesiya slave. And the Birchas Koyanim also ends with Yisa Hashem Panavilecha, that Hashem with the same, that Hashem should lift up his countenance to us, the Yosem Lecha Twice in the same passage, 
the, this idea of nasai, of being lifted up, that the whole birchas koyanim is also an idea of, of lifting us up, which is very interesting. There, you know, we always had this question. Every day we say birchas ha-Torah. Birchas Torah. First of all, Birchas Torah. We, it's the only example of a mitzvah in the Torah of Limud Torah that has three brachas. Lasik b'divrei Torah v'harevna and Asher Bono. Where do you have a mitzvah that has three brachas for for every, for the mitzvah? You know, when a person gets an aliyah, they say a bracha before the. They, they get the Aliyah and after them, like a bracha Rishayna, a bracha Achroina. It's, it's unusual, there's so many brachas. So there's a, there's a very important Yisoyed written by the Nesivas in his Sefer Nachlas Yaakov on Chumash in the Hakdama. Before the introduction, he writes this, about this question, why we have three, three brachas. And he says that the three brachas highlight the difference between the non-Jewish world who has seven mitzvahs and we have 613 mitzvahs, which that difference was created on Shavuos and Maimon Har Sinai, that's when we were charged and sanctified Asher Kiddushanu B'mitzvah We were sanctified with the mitzvahs, the extra mitzvahs. Uh, someone told me, Rus is gematria. Uh, you told me... I think Yisrael told me that Rus is Gematria 606, which is the 606 plus 7 is 613, and she was uplifted with 606 mitzvahs uh, to make her into a Jewess um, for the 613 mitzvahs. Amazing, right? And we read Rus on Shavuos, right? It gets you thinking with the, the coincidence of it, right? Um, but it says the says this, the, the Nachlas Yaakov that it's not that Jews just have more mitzvahs they have been uplifted they are different and the way the mitzvahs are given they represent something totally different you know and, and he, he, he asks that if, if he would be giving us the, the sequence of the mitzvahs first you tell Mashabach Arboni you were chosen right MS and then you write that we have a mitzvah from that Torah that we were chosen to observe. We have a mitzvah, Lasek B'divrei Torah. I mean, why is it opposite? Why is that the last bracha? So he says because it's highlighting the, fact, the differences between the seven mitzvahs that the non-Jewish world have and the 613 mitzvahs. The difference is not just in the number, it's in the essence. The non-Jews don't have a mitzvah to learn their seven mitzvahs. They have a mitzvah to do them, or, not, or to abstain from not doing, not eating Avram and Achai, or Avodah Zorah, or Geneva, or whatever, all, the, all the seven mitzvahs of B'nai Noyach. And of course, they have to learn what not to do or what to do. That we have a mitzvah to learn Torah, separate from the observance of the mitzvah, of the mitzvahs of the Torah, that shows that a Baruch Hu wants us to engage that what he gave us. He gave us a, a connection to a Baruch Hu himself. 
and the Vaharevna shows that there's, of course, the 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 levush of Torah, which is to shake a lulav, to eat matzah, but the pnimius of what the mitzvahs represent, right? Vahasienu to lift us up to the bracha of the mitzvah. What Moshe was misakin that we should learn the halachas on the yomtiv when you can no longer change anything. That's the Vaharevna. He gave us the sweetness, the depth, and the and the what we call the pnimius of the mitzvah, not just the lavush, not just the outer trappings of the mitzvah. Shake a lulav. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm shaking the lulav. You're going to the mitzvah. That's for, sure. That's for sure. You're eating the matzah. You don't have to know what you're doing. Eat it, you know, and swallow it. You're going to the mitzvah. But Hashem gave us Vaharevna. We can sweeten it by, He gave us uh, uh, the, the Torah. And, and of course, Tarshabal Peh, where we can learn the Chazal, we can learn the discussions and the, and the Medrash and everything about it. We, and, and that's part of the mitzvah. And, and lastly, Shebochar Boni chose us and he gave us the Torah, which means he, it's ours. And gave it to us. And now the, the, the Psak. And the determination of the mitzvahs are dependent on our view, our on this. Even if klapishmaya galia, it would show that perhaps we made a mistake. But loy bashamayimhi. That's the. That's those are the three mitzvahs to define that these mitzvahs, and that is truly what is v'hasienu. That's the nasi. That's we're uplifted. But the question now becomes, every day when we say Birchas HaTorah, we, we know we have to activate it by saying Psukim, because we daven, we go off to work, we go out on our day, and you, hey, you said Birchas HaTorah, you didn't learn. So we say Psukim, we say Brisa, we say, you know, other Medrash, in order to sort of activate it. And there's a whole sugi, those are sugi brachas. If you didn't say, if you didn't, uh, um, if you didn't say brachas Torah, so then your, your bracha before Shema could be your bracha of Torah, but you have to learn right away after, afterwards. So why is it that the psukim that we choose, l'chari we could choose any psukim, is the brachas koyanim. Why, why? Why is that? Why say Breshis Borelakim? Say the brachas of Matan Torah. Say Torah Sivalon Moshe. Shema Yisrael. There's beautiful psukim to say. Why the birchas koyanim? I've, never, I've really never seen this question be asked, but it's, it, it should be asked. It's a good question. So, we could say, We could say that one answer certainly that's acceptable is that birchas koyanim when the koyanim do do their duchen and the mitzvah for them to give the blessing is yivoreches amo yisrael biahava, which is an interesting blessing. They have to; it's their mitzvah, but there's a caveat. They have to with love, and that's the mitzvah. And they have to find the love to, that they want to bless. 
never said anywhere else. It's not, it never said anybody else. No, no, it's not said anything else except by Torah. Torah Avarabu Aftonu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says that I love you, Avarabu, not just a, a love, Avarabu, Avas Oilam. If you dive in Nusach Nusach Ashkenaz, right? Nusach Sfard. Avarabu, Ava Oilam Aftonu. And we also end up that bracha. What's the proof that he loves us? Because he gave us the Torah. So much so that we say in the in the davening and marv every night. Your love, which is referring to it's referring to the Torah that he gave us. That is the greatest expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love that he gave us the Torah. Anything else that is just icing on the cake and, and could be explained, but the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah, that shows that he loves us. So the Mela makes sense that we, we want to show that what is it that we got, we got Hashem's love. So we mentioned the brachas of Birchas Koyanim, which are also an expression of how they bless us and has to be blessed with love. That's one, I think, acceptable answer. And, and, and I, I think as the imagery, we're coming right off Shavuos, we have to notice that every shul, that people stayed up at Shavuos morning, in the morning, everybody doesn't just go around like we do every day, saying your Birchas Torah. You can't say Birchas Torah. There are loopholes around that. You slept during the day. Could probably get away with saying Birchas Torah, but we don't. The Minig Yisrael, everywhere, the yeshivas, everywhere, the, that one person, the designated driver, you know, the designated person who slept. Now, very, very often, who's that person that comes to, that gets up? Is not the biggest Tamuch, not the Rosh Hashiva. I've never seen that the Rosh Hashiva, the one that makes Birchas Torah in the morning, even if the Rosh Hashiva slept. It's always a, a child, bar mitzvah boy, or, you know, someone who comes in, he slept, and he comes in, they get him to slap him out of bed to come for a Nate's minion, right? And everybody, the whole oilam is waiting for him and listening, grabbing on every word that he says, and he says it's slow. Mamish like, uh, like he's davening uh, Rosh Hashanah for the seaboard. This is the way it is all the year. What's the imagery of that? What's the idea? The idea is that this that HaKosh gave us his Ava, this that he gave us, this lift up, this uplifting experience, he gave it to every Jew. Every single Jew has that Ava of HaKosh No matter what he can accomplish, not because he's the most genius or he's the, the greatest teacher of the generation. That's what we're trying to, to show. This is what we got on, we got a closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the Ava, and, and I think we, we see that. Another idea, of course, is that that Arna Koyen represents love. He is Oyev Shalom, Roidev Shalom, as Hill says in the beginning of Pirkei Ovis, Havimit Talmidov Shalar, and we have the 
mitzvah to be Talmidim of Aaron Hakoyin this way that he is Oyev Sholom, Roydev Sholom, and Oyevis Habrias who from La Torah. This is this is what we're we're so this is the message. You make a bracha on Torah, you're going to go on, on your day learning, um, representing, doing mitzvahs of the Torah. Accept upon yourself the birchas koyanim. Have a mitalmido shall aren akoyan, who is oyev sholom, roidim sholom, oyev sabrias, who makarvim la Torah, because that's what you, every single person can accomplish that. It was said to, to everybody. And this is what we see, Arna Koyan. Arna Koyan, the way the Medrash explains it in Perkyovis, and Rashi brings it, that he used to go around and he used to, when he would see people who were having difficulties and, and conflict, husband and wife, employers and employees, friends, he would, he would go, or even if he would see a person who's struggling with a certain, certain mitzvah or a certain avera and they were, they were having a hard time, he would go and befriend them. And, and until that person would, would say to himself, he says, if Aaron only knew you know, who I was, and he probably thinks that you know, I conduct myself in the most machmir um, way, and that would lead a person, which means he would show them they can be better than they think they are. That's, that's how he did it, and that's what he always accomplished. That's also um, the, the mitzvah. We, we're not, that our, our Torah has to come from a place where we believe that everybody has a, a position that they can be uplifted. That's also the, the parsha of, our parsha of Nasai. And finally, finally, the Birchas Kayanim, as the um, as the the Kliyakar, can't go through the whole Kliyakar, but it's it's such a beautiful, it's worthwhile to see the Kliyakar on on the Birchas Kayanim. You know, he mentions he mentions that all three of the brachas, Yivarechecha Hashem v'Yishmarecha, Yoer Hashem Pana v'Elecha v'Chuneka, and Yisa Hashem Pana v'Elecha, all start with the letter Yud. Right? Yivarechecha, Yoer, and Yisa. And and he and he says that that because ten is the smallest letter of the alphabet, right? It's also, we say in the davening, we say, ki Hashem tzur the yud hey Hashem created worlds. And Chazal tells us that he created the yud, the oilam haba with yud, the smallest, it's the least, least physical letter that represents oilam haba. And the hey, he created oilam hazeh. That's the base name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Yud Hey, the smallest name of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Yud Hey, and 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 that's that that's the kedusha that he put in. But Yud is the most balanced letter because both in the it's ten, the gematria is ten, and also and also the um, 
the, the, what we call the nister of the letter. How the letter is spelled, which it's, it's spelled Vav Dalid, Yud Vav Dalid. So the Yud is the nigla of the letter, and the Vav Dalid is the nister of the letter. Four and six also add up to ten. So the nigla and the nister are balanced, which represent, you know, that, a, that a, a, every human being is created with, with his physical desires and tendencies and his spiritual. And this is the, this is the, 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 the process of life, is to manage the balance between the physical and the spiritual, and they should be balanced and heading in the same and the right direction. And he also says that brings the Gemara and Kedushin that says that every person is created with three shutfin, three partners, mother, father, and a Baruch And the Gemara and Kedushin of Daflamid Aleph tell us exactly what the, the father um, uh, gives and what the mother gives, and each one is five. And a Baruch there there are ten attributes. So together it's 20. And this is the, also the, the balance of the... Um, um, the mother gives five attributes? Yeah. And the father, and gives, the father five. gives five attributes and Akash Brohu uh, gives 10. And they're enumerated in the, the Gemara and Rashi over there in Kedushin, Lamed Aleph and Amad Aleph. Um, and this is what the Birchus Koyanim represent, the ten fingers that the Kohanim lift up um, when, they, when they give us the, the blessings also represent this idea. Yud is next world, Hay is this world. Right. The Kohanim are blessing the ten fingers. Right. World. But then there's, he brings also another very interesting deep idea that when Kalal Yisrael gets blessed from the, from the Kohanim, in what merit did we, the Medrash asks, in what merit did we get Birchas Kayanim? That the Kohanim are, are, are obligated in Eretz Yisrael every day. So the Medrash says, Meheichan Zochu Yisrael Birchas Kayanim. It's a Medrash in Bracious. So there are different opinions. Rabbi Yehuda says, we come from Avram Avinu, because it says, Ko Yezaracha. In the Birchas Kayanim, it uses, uses the term, Ko Sevaruchu, Chof Hei, Ko Sevaruchu as B'nai Yisrael. And, and, and that's what they want to say in the Torah, there's, there's, um, We know there's 24 matnas kahuna that the Torah says that we have to we have to give to the kohanim. Right, 
24 matnas kahuna that we, that we give to the kahanim from our karbonas, plus the mitzvah of birchas koyanim, that makes 25. That's ko, chafhei. That the Kohanim have within them the 24, which we saw in our Mishnah, in, in, in the, that there are 24 Mishmaras of the families of the Kohanim, but that's the Kosevorchu. In what merit did we get Birchas Kohanim? So it comes from Avram Avinu. Ko Yezaracha. So shall your children be when a Kosevorchu blessed Avram Avinu. He took him outside, he showed him the stars. Ko Yezarachi told him, Chafei, this will be, that that's the merit that we got, Birchas Koyim, that the Kohanim should bless us. And Rabbi Nechemia said, no, if we got it from Yitzchak, because it says by the Akedah, it says, Vani Vahanar, in the parsha of Akedah, in the parsha of Vayera, Vani Vahanar, Nelcho Ad Koy. We'll go till there. But it uses the word Koy, that koy is like Xer Shava to the Birchas Koyanim, which Kosavorachu, and the Rambonan said we got it from Yaakov. Because by Yaakov it says, by, uh, we say by Matan Torah, it says Koy Soymar Lebeis Yaakov. Also the word koy. So the, the, this word koy, chafei, that is the essence of the koy Kosavorachu, it's with the chafei, you should bless the Jewish people. It comes from Avram, or from Yitzchak, or from Yaakov. Which is yeah by Yaakov it's what we say by it was a pasuk that's written in Parshas Yisroi by by Matan Torah. And this also goes back to Mitzrayim, where 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 when Moshe Rabbeinu was told about Makas Bechiras or by the, by the by the that he's going to save the Jewish people, it says Koy Omar Hashem. So says Bini Bechayr Yisrael. Another reference to, to this idea of a kois of And there's a lot of, a lot of re- references to, um, to this word koi. We're going to find this by Bilam, that Bilam in the Pasig, Vayemra el Bolak, Bilam said to Bolak, his yatsev koi alolisecha vanoichi ekra koi. Twice in the same Pasig, that Bilam, who was this Navi, he was trying to undermine the source of blessing. And this source of blessing is the, is the blessing of of of, um, of Nasai. This is the bracha of Nasai that Hashem gave us the opportunity to always be able to, to be uplifted. And, and I, I think this is the, the, the most deepest uh, reason why when we say birchas Torah, we, we follow it with the birchas of the, of the um, birchas koyanim. Because in the birchas koyanim, we show that we always have a, an opportunity. As, and this is what Torah represents, an opportunity to uplift ourselves. Right? We, we, know, we, say, we say already by, in, on, um, you know, on, on Tisha B'Av, we say that, that we, we, in the times of the Churban, we say, Halvai oisi sazoi ves 
that, are, that Hashem says that as long as we have our Torah, we can always find a way back. And this is what, this is what I'll just finish with this. Um, it's something that goes back um, th- this last bracha of Yisa Hashem Panavelecha that Hashem the last bracha the Birchas Kainim is that Hashem should give us that Hashem should Yisa Hashem Panavelecha you should show his countenance to us and in that way which is through the Torah and this way we'll never will never be be lost says the Kliyokar that the Gemara in Brachas and in two other places, in three places, asks the question, it says, Yis Hashem Lecha, that Hashem is going to show favoritism. Nesiyas Panav means he's going to show favoritism. But on the other hand, the Pasuk says, Asher lo Hashem doesn't show favoritism. Just like the judges can't show favoritism. So it seems to be a contradiction. So three different places in Shas, it gives three different answers. One of the answers, the most famous one, is in Brachas. It says that I told them in, the, in your, our, my Torah that that when are you chayiv and benching? When you have svia, when you have satisfaction, you eat a you know enough that you're full. The that they even bench when they ate a kebeya or kezayis. They're machmir. What does that mean? They're machmir on themselves. Either you can bench or you can't bench. Right, so the Kliyokar says that that what Kosh was saying to us and why he shows favoritism was not from what we do, it's from who we are. That when a person eats a kazayas, I'm not full, but you know what? I believe that if this is what all I have, why is he only in a kazayas because he's on a diet? That's all he has, that's all Kosh gave him. He made Parnassi worked his, what he, and this is what he has to divide for his family. The Kazayas or a Kabeya. Uh, okay, it's Rachmanis. But he says, I believe that Kosh loves me. And it's not because he doesn't love me that this is what I have. That is, is it says the Kliyokar is like the bracha of eating a little bit. And, the, and the, we believe that the satisfaction will be multiplied in his stomach. Like, like the bracha says by the Eichle Shvias, that they can eat a little bit and they'll get satisfaction from even a little bit. <coughs> and we know ourselves, sometimes if we're honest with ourselves, and we eat you know, less than we I feel full. We usually eat more anyways. That's where we get into problems. But but if we would be honest with us, sometimes we're, we're, we get full from a little bit. Sometimes it's the type of food that fills us up. But we have to, and that's the connection. That, and that's what Akash Bobo says, Yisa Hashem because they, their amuna will give them this, the, the blessing of satisfaction even where the where the quantity doesn't match what should give them. They feel the amuna and the connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that gives them satisfaction. How can I not give them, give them favor? 
not from what they do, from who they are. And 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 that is that's another that's another reference to to what the connection of, of Torah is, and especially um, what the what the yomtiv of of Shavuos represents to us, and why I believe it follows the 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 parsha of Nasai is so appropriate that it should be after Shavuos because we walk away from the Nasa, we feel uplifted, that we feel energized, that the Ava that Akash Baruch showed us by giving us the Torah. And I really just end with this idea that goes back in Parshas Bracious. Back in Parshas Bracious, when Cain and Hevel were arguing, Cain and Hevel both brought Carbonus. One was a farmer and one was brought, had animals, right? Um, Cain ultimately killed Hevel but before that happened each one brought their carb- carb- carbon and Akashbo did not listen to didn't accept Cain's carbon of the animal and Hevel brought the, the grains it was accepted and the Torah says that he, he was, that Hashem came, the Torah says, Vayomer Hashem el-Kayin. Loma choraloch, why are you upset? Loma naflu panecha, why are you, why you have a low face? You see, the opposite of Yisa Hashem panavilecha. Loma naflu panecha, why is your face fallen? What did he tell him? He, the Pasik says that he told him, forgive me, I thought it was here. Dalit Vav, it's in gracious Dalit Vav. You have to hear the. So it says his face was fallen. Why is it bad to you? Why is your face fallen? If you'll bring the best of your animals, right? If you bring the best of your animals, I'll be happy to. You brought me the, the worst of your animals because it's just a carbon. You don't understand the connection, the carbon, the kirva that you're getting. Im im Imsative, if you'll bring the best, well then seis, you'll be uplifted. The same word of nasoi. Vimloi, seitil pesachatas then you just lie in sin. Why are you fallen? Why are you nafluponecha? It should be yisa shampanavilecha. You can experience that. Says Rebellia Borch Finkel, a beautiful machshava, he says that. Think for a moment. Hakoshbok came to be Machazik Kayan. If Hevel would have gone over to Kayan after hearing this discussion between Hashem and Kayan and said, Brother, don't be dejected, don't feel don't feel fallen faced. It's true. I had to I also wanted to bring the worst of my fruits. But then I thought this is an opportunity. I'm showing my gratitude to Hakash Baruch Hu. 
and I brought the best ones. So I won't have the best ones to eat. We're all right. We're in paradise. We're all right. And you'll see, yours will be just as accepted as you. You were the first one. Hevel, where did he learn how to bring a carbon? From from Cain. Cain was the first one. He says, brother, you inspired me to bring a carbon. You're the first one who ever brought a carbon. I got the idea from you. You're my Rebbe. So you can do this also. Bring. He could have uplifted him. Says Rebellion Borfinkel, that was the first opportunity that, that Hevel could have learned the, the, the mitzvah of the bedroch, the going God's ways. God came over to, to encourage and to lift up Cain. That's perhaps why Hevel, in a way, deserved to be killed because he didn't live up to what Hashem taught him to go in and help some, lift them up. Nosayib, lift them up. Imsetiv se'es, you'll be uplifted. This was the first time that word is used. And this is, this is our charge. Every day when we learn, make a birchas Torah, we have to know, we say birchas koyanim, because that's the charge of the Torah that we have. It's to lift up ourselves to lift up our families, is to lift up our surroundings, lift up even anybody we meet. They say, oh, that's, that's a from Jew. That's a person who has standards. You can't get him to say a bad word or to say Lashon Hara. They don't gossip. I can tell them something and then it's, no one, it's not going to go anywhere. They're, they have loyalty and they have standards. And that's Yisa Hashem, our position in the world is to lift up the world, to show that the Tayyag Mitzvah that we have lifts up the whole world. We're not just, we're not just charged with more of the seven mitzvahs that, that the non-Jewish will know. It's a whole different program. And this is the, this I think is the, this why what we have to learn from Parshas Nasai that comes right on the heels of part of uh, Shavuos every single year. Okay. Uh.